Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the morning of Friday, April 8th, and this is another special quick hit episode of Pro Football Network's premier fantasy football podcast. I'm your host, BJ Rudell. Uh, we uh, take a few minutes uh, on these quick hit episodes to talk about a player or a topic of interest. Um, I can't guarantee that you're going to love every podcast. I will guarantee that you will learn something in each of these podcasts. Um, and that's my that's my guarantee. If ever you don't learn something, uh, tweet at me at BJ Rudell and tell me that you already knew it. And uh, please give you better intel next time. Uh, that's my PFN guarantee um, that we will give you new stuff every time. Today is about Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a fascinating story coming out of 2021. Um, he finished as the 20th best fantasy receiver in PPR. Um, and in hindsight, it kind of should have been obvious. <laughs> and that's the funny thing about hindsight is that we look at it and we'd say, oh, of course, I should have taken Brandon Cooks earlier than his ADP. Uh, Brandon Cooks, you know, and there were a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, miscues, nobody's fault. You know, we don't know that Cooper Cup's going to have one of the greatest seasons of all time. Um, uh, maybe some of you did, but there's always going to be surprises. What we're trying to do is get smarter so that each summer, as we're thinking about drafting, there are fewer surprises. There's higher probability of knowing what is likely to happen in the coming season for each player. Not what will happen, but what is likely to happen. And if there's 300 players and we get a good sense one season of what 200 will do, and then the next season, based on research and analysis, we can get to 210 and then 220. And eventually, we start to call the uh, possibility that we're just going to miss wildly in the draft, that most of our picks, barring injury, are going to fall somewhere within the range that we think they will. And Brandon Cooks was the preseason uh, 37th ranked receiver last summer, going right into week one, the 37th best. He was the highest ranked uh, Houston receiver. I did some research earlier this week. Didn't spend a lot of time on it. Still preliminary. It goes back uh, seven, eight years. But most teams have a top 40 fantasy receiver every year. Um, something like 80%. Um, 
somewhere uh, uh, in that range. And then in terms of top 30, uh, there's probably about two thirds of teams have a top 30 receiver, sometimes a little bit more than two thirds. And what's fascinating here is that if you're playing the probabilities and you look at, okay, if most teams have a top 30 receiver and almost every team has a top 40 receiver, and you see that the best receiver going into a season has a 37 ADP, there is a high probability that if Brandon Cooks turns out to be the number one receiver in Houston, which was pretty much a foregone conclusion going into this past season, Nico Collins could maybe give him a run for his money if everything worked out perfectly, but that wasn't in the cards. Brandon Cooks was the preseason number one Houston receiver. His average uh, draft position was 37, and almost every number one receiver finishes in the top 40. So there is a high likelihood that Brandon Cook's production range was going to be somewhere between 30 and 40. High likelihood. And you could even argue between 25 and 40 based on the probabilities, just by the fact that he's the number one for that team. So if you say 25 to 40 is the range, and then you see his ADP is 37, of course you buy low. It makes perfect sense. The next time I see a guy like that who's a number one, I'm going to be thinking about the historical data. I'm going to be thinking about how is this person ranked so poorly when there is a high probability this person will be better than people think he will be. Michael Thomas is a good example. His uh, consensus early, early, early receiver rankings based on about 20, 25 experts compiled by fantasy pros is the 38th best wide receiver. Maybe that's right. Maybe 38 makes sense for Michael Thomas. But if he is the number one receiver for the Saints, and if he is good to go for the season, there's always that risk. But if he's playing, there is a high, high, high probability that his overall production will be somewhere in the 25 to 40 range, making his 38 ADP a screaming buy that his floor, realistic floor, is about his ADP. If you can get someone whose floor realistically is around their ADP, man, you got to pounce on that guy in the draft. That is a, uh, as I said, a screaming buy. It doesn't get much clearer than that. Of course, there are conditions where they could fall short. And in the case of Brandon Cooks, now we have this question of, will he fall short of loftier expectations? Going into next season, the experts say, that his preseason ADP is a 23, 23rd best receiver. Well, he finished last season as the 20th. Consensus says 23rd. I find year after year, consensus pretty much lines up more often than not with how they did the previous year. That's the, the basic way that people do rankings. I know some people do it uh, differently, When and my hat's off to you for doing them differently, but a lot of people kind of play it safe, especially early on, and kind of go with last season's numbers and then tweak it. Brandon Cooks, the issue with him is what is what we saw last year, his peak. Houston just re-upped him for two more years. He should be the number one. We don't know what's going to happen in the draft. If Houston's going to get some uh, fantastic young receiver who could give Cooks a run for his money. But Cooks has, what, six, seven thousand-yard seasons. Cooks is a pretty reliable guy. Davis Mills presumably is only getting better. Um, and in fact, after the bye week last year, Houston's offense looked much better than it did early on. They'll still probably still be playing from behind. Cooks will probably be getting a lot of targets. 
But I look at this and say, all right, now Cooks is valued at about the highest point I would want to take him. 2018 to 20 is about the highest I would want to take him. And his ADP is 23. So now I'm looking at him differently. I'm saying if I get him, I think I'm getting him at, a, at near his ceiling, which is risky. So the takeaway here is what we learn, we look at number one receivers, we look at the impact of number one receivers in fantasy, number one receivers on a team where most finish in the top 40 and a large majority finish in the top 30, the odds are pretty good that Brandon Cooks is going to finish in the top 30. The question then becomes, is 23 too aggressive? And right now I'm thinking, yes. Right now I'm thinking he could finish 18th to 20th, but I wouldn't want to buy him at 23 based on that very slight above ADP ceiling that he has. I think his floor is much lower than his ceiling is higher, and that gives me pause. Again, I'm BJ Rudell, Pro Football Network. Find us at profootballnetwork.com. I meant what I said. If you don't learn anything in this podcast, tweet at me. If you do learn something, tweet at me. I've always lived my life this way when it comes to fantasy. If you don't like what I'm saying, I want to hear it and scream it out loud. Let the whole world hear it. And if you like what I'm doing, all I ask is do the same. And I'll do my best to keep this content going. Have a great weekend, everybody.